Welcome to the clinical podcast series brought to you by the American Academy of Optometry Foundation. Today's episode is entitled Use and Perceptions of Advanced Driver Assistance Systems by Older Drivers with and Without Age-Related Macular Degeneration. It's my pleasure to welcome our host, Dr. Bradley Darty, our topical expert, Dr. Rebecca Deffler, and our topical editor, Dr. Greg Hopkins. And now it's my pleasure to bring you today's episode. Hello and welcome. I am Bradley Doherty. I'm an associate professor at the College of Optometry at Ohio State. And my guest today is Dr. Rebecca Deffler. She is a clinical instructor here at Ohio State and also a PhD candidate. And the paper we're talking about today is one on which she's the first author. And it's a paper about um, use and perceptions of advanced driver assistance systems in macular degeneration. Welcome, Dr. Deffler. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. So we hear a lot about the promise of autonomous vehicles. And I think some of us are now getting experiences in our own cars with some of these systems. Uh, But tell me, how does macular degeneration affect driving? And how do um, these assistive systems interact with the experiences of drivers with AMD? I think that's a great question. We know that our patients with macular degeneration are still driving. But we also know from other work and on-road scoring that these patients have problems on the road, even if their vision allows them to have driver's licenses. So they make more errors in things like scanning and attention, lane keeping, and selecting the right gaps in which they can merge and turn. And so there's an idea that maybe some of these advanced driver assistance systems would be able to help some people on the road and keep them safer, but we don't really know. Okay, well, that sounds like an opportunity for a study. So tell me, how'd you study this question? Sure, so we surveyed people, um, 80 drivers with macular degeneration and 86 age-similar controls who had driven in uh, the recent past, so within the last two months. We asked them about the systems they had in their cars, and then about the ones they didn't have, we asked them if what they knew about them, if they'd be interested in having them, We asked everyone what they thought about the safety of these various systems, if it would improve their safety or have anything to do with their vision on the road. We also asked a series of questions about difficult driving situations they might avoid because of their vision. Okay, so a survey-based study, and I think perhaps you might think that uh, drivers with AMD, older drivers generally might be skeptical of some of these systems. Uh, might not be particularly interested in using them. Is that what you found or something different? So actually we found something pretty different. You know, not a lot of people are using the systems right now. So not a ton of people have them in their cars, but by and large, most people are really interested in having them. And for the ones they're interested in having or the ones they use, they do think it improves their safety on the road. So it was reassuring to hear that people are interested in some of this technology. And so you also studied whether, uh, for those people who were using the systems, whether it changed their driving behavior, or at least was associated with differences in driving behavior. So what'd you find on that front? Yeah, so we found that for people who were using more of these advanced driver assistance systems, 
overall, they were avoiding fewer difficult driving situations. So maybe there's something inherently different about these people. They use more systems and they drive more, but you can't help but wonder why that relationship exists. And so that might be an important area for future research. So what are some of the difficult driving situations that you asked about? Sure. So we asked about making left turns in oncoming traffic, driving in, um, driving at night, traffic circles, high traffic roads. So things you could kind of imagine these patients would have trouble with, because again, we know they have trouble with kind of paying attention to their surroundings or picking the proper merging. So if you can think of a system like lane keeping assistance and someone has a problem with lane keeping, can imagine it might help them on the road. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, so for the clinician out there who's got patients with macular degeneration, who may perhaps they're driving, perhaps they're not, what should, what should the clinician take away from this study? I think it's really important to remember that your patients with macular degeneration, a lot of them are driving. They continue to qualify for licenses. They really want to drive. Driving is really important to them but we do know they have problems on the road. And so keeping up to date with some of the things we know about the drivers with macular degeneration, but also knowing about some of these systems that might help them can be really important. And I found patients want to talk about these things and they want to know what you think about them. Great. So that sounds like a useful role that we can play. Okay. So the paper is in Translational Vision Science and Technology in the March 2022 edition. And I'll thank you for joining us, Dr. Deffler. Thank you. And a special thanks to CooperVision for their educational grant to make it all happen. Mm -hmm.